Amen. Once again, I said our text today is coming from Hebrews. Hebrews, the 12th chapter. I'm going to read just three verses. Familiar once you hear it, but I'm reading from the New International Version, and it's recorded on this wise. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run. Let us run with perseverance, the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Beloved, as I read this text and read it many times, but as I studied for this moment, this time, this place, God began to speak. And I believe that he has blessed us with a message from heaven's headquarters. You see, beloved, for myself, as I shared with you, I've been in ministry for some time. And I find myself able to, 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 to be able to share a word of caution. And that's what God does through the preachment of his word. Uh, he lifts us up and gives us caution. He allows us to see oftentimes that the ways of the world that we live in are not the ways of the king and the kingdom. He cautions us to be careful, mm, as grandma used to say, be careful of what you ask for. Hmm, for you just may get it. I know, let me take a sidebar. I remember years ago when my mama was still alive, and we'd talk about it. Mama, what, 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 what should I, if I won the lottery, what do you think? Mama said, I, and I had a very, a very strong mama. <laughs> she said, fool, God love you too much to let you win the lottery because you tear yourself up and everybody around you. And mama knew what she was talking about because if I had won the lottery at that time, I was saved. But you know what? No matter how saved you are, Satan always stands at the doorway of your life. And if he can tip you over, he'll knock you down. So I thank God because you have to be careful of what you ask for. Yes, beloved, if God is truly anointed and appointed you, then you realize that there's always an a, a, a agony in the midst of the ecstasy. What I'm saying is that as far as being in ministry, people will look at you and see you come with a nice suit on or have a nice robe and a chain and you go to the fellowship and, and the pastor is called to the front, the best seat, they feed them first. And people look at that and they think, ah, oh, boy, 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 that's some great honor. Look at that. Oh, I wish that was me. But the problem is they don't see when the other times, the sleepless nights, the calls at three o'clock in the morning, I, I, I'm beginning to well up with, with, with emotion because just like as you said, that somebody called that pastor and said that 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 member is sick and, and you need to pray. You need to come now because we don't know how long they have. You don't understand that when you're praying, what am I going to tell these people of God come Sunday morning? Sometimes it takes all week to all weeks of praying and asking God, what should I say? Mm, wondering what word will I bring? 
Mm, they don't see uh, the broken nights and the sleepless hours. Even when God has spoken to you and it lays heavy on you, when that word is a word of caution, come back, slow down, don't go. People don't want to hear it, but you've got to say it. Yes, beloved, they don't understand it or feel the pain that's laid on you as you intercede on behalf of a fallen humanity. And yes, my friends, even a stiff necked congregation. With all that being said, we come to the relative question of our message today. As our text points out, the question is this. Why? Why do we as the children of God, why do we run? Well, if we look at the text, I believe that first verse tells us part of why we run. It says, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. And you see, beloved, over the years, I've walked in the ways of most of those who would stand here behind this sacred desk. And the majority of the theology that's shared along with that text is that those great cloud of witnesses are the saints who have died and now are in heaven looking down upon us. Now, beloved, I, I, I'm not coming to say that that's wrong. I'm not coming to say that even if that's what you think, that you're thinking wrong. Only thing I come today to say is that let's think, let's consider for ourselves. Let's not just accept things because people over the years have said it. Here's what I'm share with you. The question is, why do we run? Way God has pointed to me is that we run not because of that, but because of this. We don't run because of the witnesses who have died and gone on. We run because of the witnesses who are here right now. We run because of Shaniqua and, and Jamal and, and Bobby and Billy and Sally. We run because they are here right now looking for a real Jesus, looking for a real man, for a real woman, for a reality. Because they're living in a world of false illusions. They're living in a world of, of, of Kardashians and, 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 and little Wayne. And I'm not saying these are bad people. But they're not giving the proper image that looks like Jesus. That's why we have so much problems in the world. I'm not, I'm not saying that they're bad people. But what they're doing is not presenting positive images. And they want to back up from it and say it's not my job. But it is your job. Each one of us has the same job to present an accurate portrayal of him who saved us, him who brought us out, him who brought us in. Why do we run? We run for you, you, you and me, too. Yes, beloved. Jesus said this, that he has come. He has come that you might have life and it more abundantly. Beloved, we run because there's somebody that you'll encounter that with a little bit of push, a little bit of love might be the next Barack Obama. There's somebody that you might be in your house right now. Maybe your grandchild, maybe somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that could be huh, ready to start a business that will make Amazon look like the family dollar store. But it begins right here. It begins 
right now. And the reason why we're falling away is because we left the church and we're running behind the TV. We're running behind the, the, the movie stars and the, and the rap stars and all the things that are leading us, as Grandma said, to hell in a handbasket. What we need is be able to see Christ and the Christ that lives inside of you. That's the real Jesus that we need to see. Beloved, we run. We run because we have a duty to root out the dead and stinking thinking that has held us back and held us down. We have to run on and tell a dying world that Jesus said, I've come. Yes, he is already right here, right now. He said, lo, behold, the kingdom is at hand. He said that I am here and he is the I am that I am because the Holy Spirit is in him and he has birthed the Holy Spirit in you and the I am that I am is inside of you. So it's up to you, you and me too, to go and tell Pharaoh of this world, let my people go. Let my people go that they may come out and come in. Come into the blessed peace. Come into the glory of the Lord. Come into the rest. For I give you peace. Beloved, we are to run on because of the great cloud of witnesses that have been misled and misinformed. Run on and tell a dying world of a living God, the Lord God Almighty, a Lord God that's neither black or white, but eternal, omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient in his glory. Run on to come against the theology that enslaves and does not empower. Run on to come against pie in the sky, by and by, when I die over yonder somewhere, somehow. No, we've got to tell them to run on and tell the world that God has says just what we say so often, that I am more than a conqueror, that I am all that God says that I can be and I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Mm, we run on because Jesus said, run and not be weary, run and let the dead bury the dead. Oh, I know somebody saying and asking, mm, Reverend, pastor, how, how can I run? <laughs> Stuff is going on in my life. <laughs> Things are going wrong. I, I, I'm broken. And the truth is, I'm so way down, so far back, I got more month than I got money. I'm tore up from the floor up and I can't see light because everything is getting dark. You see, beloved, the truth is that we have stood behind this sacred desk and we have spent too much time preaching heaven and hell. As some far off over yonder ideas when the reality that heaven and hell are an everyday reality. Here's what I mean. Jesus now, he tells us in his word, repent now because the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He said, turn from sin, sickness and from Satan and turn to God. He says, walk by faith, not by sight. He says, be transformed and not conformed. You see, beloved, if I live a life of sin, if I do not have love or show love, if I'm living foul and hateful, then the truth is I'm already in hell. I'm already in a hell that, that every day I get up with a hateful, twisted heart, mind filled with stinking thinking. I'm depressed, depressed, distressed. And the truth is I have a mind problem. 
You see, the mind that I have is a mind of the world. But the Bible says this in Philippians, that let this mind be in you that first was in Christ Jesus. I know, I know, I hear you asking, what is this mind? It's simple. It's the mind of the Hagios Pneumatos. It's the mind of the Homeo Logo. Can I make it live? It's the mind of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit live inside of you. Jesus said, lo, behold, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. And if any man hears and lets me in, I will come in. What is this coming in that Jesus was to do? He will send the Holy Spirit into your heart, into your mind. He'll give you a new way of thinking. Listen, I know, I don't know. But, but when I was out there, before I got saved, if you stepped on my toe, I wouldn't say, ouch. I ball my fist. Oh, somebody else knew what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, before I got saved, listen, listen, if you stepped on my toe, I wouldn't say, excuse you. I say, there was a choice through four words, four letter words. And let me let me bless you all real good. Let me be transparent. I haven't forgot how to say them. I just choose not to because I've got a new way of thinking. I got a new way of acting. I got a new way of walking. You know how we said I got a new talk. I got a new walk over here. Not in Zion, but right here, right now. Yes, beloved, we run because of the great cloud of witnesses that are surrounding us. That's why we run because the witnesses that fill our hearts and our minds. Because why we run is because just like Jeremiah, it's like fire shut up in my bones. That's why we run. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and everything that is done for me, I can't keep it to myself. I don't know about you, but I've got to run. I've got to jump. Sometimes I got to cry. I clap my hands and I sing a song. And sometimes I got to do a little dance. I've got to tell somebody of how good God has been to me. There's a great cloud of witnesses all around us and we've got to be strong and bold enough to tell some, 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 somebody that living he loved me, dying he saved me, buried he carried my sins far away and one, 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 one day he's coming back. Oh, that great glorious day. When he'll wash all my tears away. Is that all right? Is that all right? Oh, y'all don't know who I'm talking about. His name is Jesus. Uh, Mary's little baby. The babe of Bethlehem. The bright and morning star. The ever and forever. I'm talking about Jesus who died for you and for me. When we look at the text and we're getting ready to go home. The apostle says that we are to throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so eagerly, easily entangles us. Yes, beloved, don't you know, even when you're saved, even when you're set free, that doesn't mean that you can't do what you want to do. Matter of fact, when you're saved, you have more liberty. But Paul reminds us that our liberty does not give us mm, to write, to, 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 to stumble our brothers or our sisters. That's why we've got to walk upright. That's why we've got to live a life that's pleasing unto God. Yes, beloved, Jesus tells us these words of comfort and encouragement. He says, when you're weighed down, when you've got more than you feel that you can handle, he says, come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and I will give you rest. Yes, beloved. 
we run. We run and we do not get weary. We run because of the witness that is in you, you and me. The witness that is all around us. We run because of what God has done for us. We run because of what God is doing for us. But how? Mm, yeah, 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 here it is. But how do we do it? How do we keep on running? Well, it's right there in the text. Can I, can I bless you? It's right there. It says we do it this way by fixing our eyes on Jesus. Uh, the message translation makes it clear. It says, keep your eyes on Jesus who both began and finished the race we're in. Study now how he did it because he never lost sight of where he was headed. Oh, that exhilarating finish in and with God. And he could put up with anything along the way. There it is, beloved. That's how we keep on running. That's how we can take a licking and keep on ticking. That's how we keep on telling a dying world a living message. That's how tomorrow when you go to that stinking job and that boss man is pushing that last button, you throw back your chest and you look him in the eye and smile. Yes, you smile because I'm not looking at him, but I'm seeing the Christ that's in him. Yes, beloved. Not no storybook Jesus, but a real Jesus, a living Jesus. Yes, a Jesus who suffered, a Jesus who uh, had haters. Oh, you think you got it bad? Think about Jesus. He had haters. Yes, beloved. But he kept his focus. He kept his faith and he did not turn back. Oh, beloved. Jesus kept his focus just like David when he walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And baby, I just stopped by to let you know that whatever you're going through, huh? here it is. Here's the blessing. It's only a shadow. Uh, mother, that sickness that's come to your house, it's only a shadow. That loneliness that somebody might be feeling, it's only a shadow. Children won't act right. It's only a shadow. Husband, wife acting a fool, shadow. No job, shadow. But you need to know that God has said, and not what it looks like, not what it feels like. God says it walked by faith, not by sight. You see, here it is. We have to see our haters, not as haters, mm, but as elevators. You need to see that situation, not poverty, but as prosperity. You see the world, I see Jesus. You see a mountain? I see a mountain climber. You see hate? I see love. Yes, beloved, what I'm saying is why do we run? I run because I got God's word down in my belly. Why do I run? Because the word the Lord has hid in my heart. Why do I run? Because of the joy. Yes, I run because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Why do I run? Because it woke me up this morning, put clapping in my hands, put running in my feet, and I'm so glad to let you know, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says that God says that I know the plan that I have for you. He says he has a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a help. Yes, beloved, we're going home, but I'm going to give you this for free. You might be thinking that you cannot run, but you need to know that when God talks about hope, it's not like the hope of the world. God's hope is based on his word and his word, he declares, shall not come back void. Yes, beloved, of it. That's why I know that I know that I know. I know that I'm the head and not the tail. I know that I know that I know that I'm going over and never under. I know that I know that I know that I am more than a conqueror. I know that I know that I know that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Oh, I know that I know that I know hmm, that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Yes, beloved. That's why we run. That's why we run. Because of Christ and for you and for I. 
God bless you. That's the message. Come on, let's rest upon our feet. We thank you now, Lord God, for the message. We thank you now, Father God, for your word. We pray now, Lord God, that this word will find a resting place in the hearts and minds of the hearers. For it is in Jesus' name we pray.